Dan, Dan missed the little three, two, one thing that I did. Didn't ah, I? Sh- did I? I'm not doing the intro though. Oh, who is Tom? Maybe we should have talked about this before we hit the button. Yeah, Tom did yeah. the intro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just staring into different corners. <laughs> shall I? It's a novel I, approach to yeah. live. Shall live I do now? I think I think we've started, Tom. We so have. We might. What? Well, welcome, everyone. <laughs> And, and he did, did do the three, two, one, and I saw him do it, but he sort of held it down here going... Nah, nah, nah. Anyway, just yeah. wave, wave, mm-hmm. everyone. Wave to the YouTubers. Wave. Hello. Thank you very much for joining us on YouTube. If you know, I'm like physically poking you over this. <laughs> I have to arrange something. I'm sure there's some sort of USB poker that we can, we can arrange. Slightly surely you can like some administer like an electric shock or something. Something similar there's, to that. To be honest, there is almost certainly some sex toy that we could repurpose mm. for this. Yeah. There is. There's that. Um, there's that cock chastity belt thing that everyone hacked. Uh, the uh, digital one. Mm. Yeah, that's it. Pop, pop the old chap in a little cage, and, and I'll, I'll it. release it when it's re- when we're ready to start. Yeah, I mean the big concern there though is there that go. it was it was hacked um, by people that uh, wanted to hack these things, um, and it, basically you were in the control of a complete stranger. So I hear. <laughs> anyway, anyway yeah. if you've been joining us on YouTube tonight, then thank you very much, uh, and we hope you enjoy the show. If you are listening to us on the podcast on any of the other platforms, Spotify, iTunes, those kind of places, then thank you very much for listening to us as well. Uh, maybe next time you want to check out the stream, it's totally up to you. It's all fair in love and podcasts. Anyway, we're returning to a format that we absolutely love, which is the seamless segue from love and podcasts into loving stuff. Now, one of the very first podcasts that we ever did with Russ was a great idea of his called Searching Questions, and the format has gone on to be probably the most successful uh, series of podcasts in internet history, I believe, um, to the point where... That is verified now, isn't it? Yeah. Absolutely. It's on Wikipedia. Exactly. Well, I was going to say, to the point where if something is spoken about on a Searching Questions episode of the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast, and we decide that that is the answer, then it gets updated on the wiki, and that's it it's done isn't it so that's it that's what we're going to be doing we're going to be doing searching questions volume uh, 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 and i'm going to hand over to dan right now who's going to take the lead I'm, I'm i'm starting am i that's a bad idea um okay so searching questions this is these are the uh questions that are just kind of like uh we've we've been through some of the ones we've been through in the past have been um how do transformers sex how do transformers (laughs) sex yeah Um, (laughs) i mean mate breed yeah we we we, we understand yeah um which of the fellowship is the uh tenderest lover was it most sensitive most sensitive sensitive lover lover. um entirely different question We'll do which one's the tenderest lover next time. <laughs> there's, there's potentially a uh, a, a follow up uh, to this one that I might I might have just stolen because I'm still running short of a few ideas. Um, and um, uh, postman Pat is he a drug mule? Uh, what's going on with Thomas Tank Engine in the island of Sodor? These are the kind of questions we will be answering tonight. So if you're on the chat, we want to know your questions that you've got for us. I've got a couple already. Uh, from other people i don't know whether they're on the chat they might be but if not i've got them ready to go anyway mm-hmm. uh, who wants to kick us off i'll kick us off go on in uh, okay here we go uh right hang on sorry i should have said that when i actually had my thing open okay number two number two number sorry on my list number two <laughs> <Everyone else. laughs> 
Come on. Fire tonight. We are literally smoldering like diesel on a petrol forecourt. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. So here we go. Uh, number one. Queen's Gambit, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Am I therefore it. am I therefore to assume, right? This is the thing, that if I take enough drugs that I'm also gonna be good at board games after that. Yeah, I love that you just went good at board games. So like, you'll be an absolutely ace snakes and ladders player because like, you this trip is, this your is what balls I was thinking. and watch the pieces like, moving on the ceiling. If I spend the next couple of days just taking a shitload of ecstasy, am I going to suddenly be like the best Ludo player ever? Because I'm just going to be sort of lying there and I'll be like, ah, oh, Ludo appearing on my ceiling. That's brilliant, right? I can play Ludo and win now forever. Is that is that what we're supposed to take away from this? Take drugs, drink a lot, good at board games. Mm. Yeah, I've my experience of maybe that's where I went wrong with Catan. Like we just used to eat cheese and drink wine. There we go, and right. eventually become should have been moonlighting speedballs. Yeah, mm. and ter- became terrible at Catan. Like making well, you usually make wrong decisions anyway. So yeah, maybe maybe you actually need the uh, the drugs. Yeah, could be, but could be you know. Help. Having wood for sheep is is going to be funny whether you're sober or not. <laughs> so is this is, the is, thing, is like, that a we... settlers of Catan joke? <laughs> yeah, <It's> pretty specific. You can choose. Yeah, I mean, look, we one person proved, might find it funny. We've already proved that when you podcast on alcohol, the output is always much better, funnier. Um, yeah. If we eat a lot of sugar as well, until you, until you watch it back and realise yeah. that actually <laughs> yeah. it was just for uncoordinated messes. Yeah. So I mean, that's the thing. Like, let's, let's try and match up some drugs to the board games that we think it, that will make. I mean, so acid. I mean, I think that's going to make you really good at something fucking mental like Trivial Pursuit. I was about to say Trivial Pursuit. Uh, Pictionary. <laughs> acid and Pictionary is acid the way to go. Be good at Pictionary. Yeah, yeah. definitely. There's yeah. going to be a lot of things Picturing coming out. Like of you. you sort of topless, daubed in black paint, just smearing yourself on a wall. Going, it's a kite! It's a fucking kite! Um, I mean, you know, just taking massive amounts of cocaine would probably make you a more naturally Machiavellian Monopoly player. I was about to say, yeah, I was going to go with speed, but coke makes more sense, yeah. yeah. Um, would speed help with uh, Cluedo? No. But, but I'd love, to, I'd love like, to try it. The sort of the, the genius detective with a a habit of some sort is a fairly well-worn oh, yeah. trope. So maybe opium then. Yeah. Like if you're going like classic, if you're basing it on like the sort of, you know, film drug effects, like if he smokes opium, all he does is falls asleep for a bit and then he has a revelation, you know, whereas actually if any one of us smokes opium while we were trying to play a board game, we would literally pass out face down on the table. Yeah. And, and spend come three to days eight hours later. Sprinting around the neighborhood, just going, ah! people. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but conversely... Did the, I win? <laughs> we, know, we know Shaggy and Scooby were basically doing large quantities of weed. So... Yes. That is also a bit like Cluedo. So would you have to do that for Cluedo? Mm. Well, but they were also fucking useless and never solved a mystery. (laughs) Yeah. Mm. I mean, that's the thing, though. Can you imagine trying to play Cluedo, which is already one of those games that I just get a little bit too kind of into. Like, oh, Mm. so who is the the murderer? Like, you know, real kind of suspicious. Like, cocaine is the kind of thing that 
you know, you're getting all twitchy and sweaty and pale faced and stuff. Start attacking like, people like, in preemptive yeah. self defence. Yeah, yeah. The uh, one, the one drug that would be really useful for most board games and especially something like uh, chess is the one that doesn't exist, which is melange or spice from June. Or to give you sort of precognitive abilities. Yeah, so you could just. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that would know, be useful. That's, yeah. That is such a good because I was about to go, they're not real. But then I was thinking that is the perfect searching questions answer. Like that, that is, that is, yeah, bang on. Yeah. The yeah. Fictional will... questions. Yeah. Yeah. Fictional answers. In a, yeah. in a sort of an international level chess tournament, they do frown mm. on you having like a 45 minute David Lynch abstract. <laughs> flashback sequence with just lights and colours and things. Well, you'll get busted because you'll have these just completely blue eyes. Yeah, yeah I, quite hard to I, I don't think there's blue. many drugs. Didn't someone get busted for, for, for taking drugs playing chess? I haven't watched Queen's Gambit, by the way. This might be the whole plot of it. but um, Yeah, I haven't watched it. It's either. entirely possible. I mean, I'm, I, I don't read yeah. chess news as often as I should uh, You're missing out. Did you uh, cancel your subscription? Had to, yeah. yeah. It was... It was that and Razzle was just wiping me out every month. So, so you stuck with Razzle. <laughs> yeah, so it, I mean, the Queen's Gambit is, it is great, but you mm. don't learn a lot about chess from it. And you do, kind of, like, I know it's meant to be that it's like, it's just sort of opening up her mind and letting her visualise these things. But it, mm. in a couple of episodes, it doesn't seem to be like, well, she's shit at chess and then she takes her pill and then suddenly she's amazing at it. Yeah. What drug is it? It's, um, it's not really specified. It's, it's yeah. some sort of tranquilizer that they get issued at that orphanage place. That yeah, had. I mean, so historically, that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like um, back back in the back in the old days in America, orphans were given tranks, hmm. and so yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Like it clears your mind. So yeah. so imagine what she, like, she, she obviously she is a character that's got a huge amount of trauma in her past, and probably you know Needs she might be suffering from anxiety and and confusion that just stops her concentrating and this this lets her sort of focus on one thing mm. I, don't, I think clearly the implication is that she is she is naturally a very talented chess player she's not just hopped up on pills and it could be anyone oh uh, but then see then my searching question wouldn't work so it's got to be well, it, it does sometimes seem to sort of give that give that impression though yeah mm. so what about the fake drug from beverly hills 90210 euphoria what do you think that would be good for with the uh, board games I mean, that, was what it that was basically just ecstasy wasn't it yeah. yeah yeah can you imagine what like among us what drugs would what drug would get you really really good at mousetrap <laughs> like really good like you, you know you're the fucking shit at it like you need something you need something that really like sharpens you up and makes you focused and concentrate uh well that would probably be speed or coke yeah or maybe that um if we're going back to fictional ones, that um, that one that Elijah Wood wakes in the faculty that they snort uh, out of Byros. Yeah, yeah, that's a good film, man. I haven't. Yeah, basically, Alien Invasion gets gets, Get, gets by dealt drugs. with by teenage drug dealer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're the heroes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So I think we found a few there. I mean, I don't yeah. know whether I don't know whether we want to labour this point, but yeah, basically, board games. Kids yeah. don't do drugs, but if you want to get really good at Soggy Doggy or Gooey Louie or something like that, maybe crack is the <laughs> way forward. 
I don't know. Said, think? said nobody ever. <laughs> yes. Crack. It's the way forward. Everyone's everyone's always saying that um, kids take crack. Yeah, that seems yeah. to be yeah. Yeah, the black <laughs> fingers. That's that's only one part of how cool crack is. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I think I like to think we're doing our part. So that there that's, we go. that's so good. Yeah. You guys can update. You know, mm. Yahoo Answers. <laughs> you can yeah. get on there. Get back to 2001. Update those Yahoo answers about which drugs. Yeah, you can uh, you can take and be good at mousetrap. Nice, awesome, nice one. Good, great. Who's next? I've got one. Go on, hit us. Right. So, the Expanse does this bit very well. Mm. We know that on the Rossinanti, that there is toilet, and it does a recycling system, and we know that they go to the Dunning. We know that they have mm-hmm. a crap. Um, on the razor crest, where is the toilet? Is it? Is the razor the very basically? First episode. You don't really see. He says where's the toilet? It goes down, but you don't actually properly see it. I and... kind of do. He looks. He looks at what is clearly a toilet and goes, "Ah, oh, found it." Calls it oh, the vacuum tube. Oh, so it is basically. It. I was just going to say, I forgot that. Well, that's 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 such a question. That is the first established shitter in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, that is because. Uh, so my question goes on: It does it go straight out into space, or do you think there's like a black water holding tank as well? And so the Razor Crest parks up somewhere, and you get the tubes like you do at uh, caravan parks or like RV parks, where you sort of have to connect up the sewage. Uh, pipe and uh, yeah, put it down. I would imagine it's like um, uh, airplanes, though. I imagine it just goes into space. Like there is so much crap in space, not literally, but also well, literally. literally. I, feel, yeah. I feel like we've done this question before with the mm. Death Star. Did we? I feel oh, like we, we, we sort of did. we sort of said that you know if they are flushing all this stuff out into space, then the Death Star is basically a shit smeared <laughs> space ball. Like people get close to that, like there's just going to be like literally around the equatorial hemisphere, just like mm. a no oh, yeah. wonder there's trenches. I mean, it's just like fucking. <laughs> no, I mean, they could technically speed that, speed that, get that really going, and you've got an extra defense. So, like, ah, no, calamari crew, <laughs> and that bar going, it was a crap. <laughs> That's yeah, good, there's, man. there's not, there's not enough <laughs> detailed explanations of ablutional practices in science fiction, is there? No, no. Is it, but like, are they, are they? Is this sort of a? You know, are they having to recycle everything? Is it? Do they need to retain the moisture? Or, are you doing the expanse? There you go. Or uh, yeah, or is it? Uh, you know, like if if you're in a sort of like in Star Trek, they can just replicate stuff, so they're not really worried about that, are they? So I, I think, isn't it established that basically that they do have toilets? But the matter gets taken into the replicator system and broken apart into its component molecules, and then used to make new things. Mm. Yeah. So when he when he shouts for his tea, Earl Grey hot, it's made out of Poop. Worf's hot steaming piss. Oh my god, <laughs> Worf's piss must absolutely reek like well, a how bit you, of fucking how stinks. How would you, yeah. But how would you know it was Worf's piss? Like if it's a particularly strong cup of Earl Grey, like, oh, I mean, I think there's. There's probably a bit more to it, but I am imagining just the little, the little, there's a little funnel in Wharf's quarters, and it's just directed off into a separate tank for Picard's cups of tea. Everyone else just gets, you know, it's it's just perfectly fine. Everything's broken down into molecules, and it doesn't really matter how it's reassembled. But just for <laughs> Picard, they siphon off Wharf's 
hot steaming stream and direct it straight into his little cup. Oh, grey, hot, wink, wolf's piss, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just, you just know he's one of those guys that like holds it for ages because he's always behind his little console. So it's yeah. like proper dark. <laughs> We've got to remember, got like a little. He doesn't have like a little chilies bottle on his desk, does he? He's not drinking enough. <laughs> Where, what, does, what does Wolf do on the ship, Tom? Again, reminders. <laughs> Uh, security? Yes! Oh my god, Tom, have you watched Star Trek since we last spoke? I've watched, I've heard of Star, I can spell Star Trek. <laughs> it's like Star Wars, but better. It's like Star Wars, but you don't hate 60% of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but somehow still think question. it's the best. So, going back to holodecks, uh, do you Oh, Jesus, if, again? <laughs> yeah, do you reckon if someone has a golden shower fetish, they don't break down the piss and you just get all the piss. So instead of it being replicated piss, it's actual crew members' piss that are just... <laughs> yeah. I, I suspect, like, if the computer's like, well, something like 75% of the crew are requesting golden shower programs. So instead of breaking <laughs> this down, I'm just it's easier just to hold it directly above the holodeck and hose them down with it. Because <laughs> would... apparently there are no... <laughs> What moral are the, or consent-based controls on what you can do in the holodeck. What are the chances yeah. that everyone's into it? Barkley, fucking blatantly into it, by the way. But it's... I'm not shaming anyone. He would yeah. be coining it, making, you know, selling copies of his, <laughs> you know, Dr. Crusher golden shower model program that yeah. he, can, he put together. I mean, we'd all give it a go once, wouldn't we? Well, apparently in the holodeck, literally anything goes. Like, like at what point? You're on this long mission through space, right? At what point do you do you just get bored of the normal shit in the holodeck? What bo- yeah. what, bit, what point do you get bored of playing squash with Shakespeare and think... Yeah. Computer, I, wa- I want the captain to fist me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you are crew member 6,953 <laughs> to request this programme today. Ah, God, that means everyone's into it. Ah, change my mind. Um, captain, as a Borg, and I want, uh, instead of having an arm, him to have a dildo for a hand. Can you yeah. imagine? Yeah. Can you imagine crew what member. the Voyager... Can you imagine what the Voyager crew their holodeck was like i mean yeah they're stranded in the arse end of nowhere probably thinking every day is going to be their last i mean didn't they have to to shut down the holodeck apart from for emergencies because it uses a lot of power well they had to shut down the holodeck a because of that and also because they had a holographic doctor as well yeah and they needed to to run him so it's like crew i've got bad news and bad news yeah you know we're we're stuck 25 billion light years from earth and the technological wank palace is is offline. <laughs> but, so you're, you're but much but much like the fan base, it's okay because about two seasons in, we'll pick up a hot Borg. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but don't worry, we found that the replicator is incredibly good at creating uh, a sticky, well, a very smooth gliding lube substance, which we are using for the engine manifolds. But we've also found works incredibly well as an all-round moisturising component. So uh, every half every half an hour, you know, everyone can nip off for two minutes for, you know, a rub or a fub. It depends what they like. So, good. like, and you can imagine they get back, they get back to the Alpha Quadrant 
and um they, they they dock up for the first time and like you see like the engineering crew and the cleaning crew come in to to sort out the ship like it's been away for years okay and it's finally made it back they never made it back in the end actually did they that was the thing my spoiling voyager for people i, I don't I mean, know it was like 25 years ago didn't janeway yeah. basically make it so that it never happened something like that yeah but anyway yeah. you can imagine look, let's let's imagine they just come back they make it back okay and i think ma- they, they do get back yeah. but it's it's been like 80 years and half of them are dead so like and then somehow janeway goes back and stops they, they, they go in the holodeck and instead of like just like the the yellow and black like patchwork kind of like uh, uh design you've got um just like these these cardboard cutouts of like <laughs> villages and stuff from from crazy stuff they've tried to do in the holodeck and make their own entertainment going god you must have been so fucking bored like, yeah also some really interesting to, holes please yeah. the, the drainage tank underneath it it's, like, it's sort of stuck or something it's just yeah, yeah. God, there's a lot of mushrooms in it. <laughs> you need some shovels and a God. God, this one even load Picard pegging program six. Like, what are you going to do? Just, like, is yeah. How do we always end up talking about the holodeck? <laughs> that was that, that was. I brought that up. I brought that up. That the holodeck was, is the most problematic thing in science fiction. <laughs> that was. Can you imagine? I would love if, like, the, the last book of the expanse like this incredibly serious sci-fi that takes itself very seriously they go it's all in the holodeck wasn't it mm. <laughs> amazing well, that that's basically little... that's basically dallas isn't it yeah it was all a dream yeah. don't worry he's just having a shower it's fine you didn't <laughs> golden <him>. one <laughs> <laughs> coincidentally um the latest series of the expanse might be the finest series of any TV show I've ever watched. I've, I'm, I'm saving it. I've not started it, it yet. Is, is it all on Prime at the moment? They've seven, the first seven episodes are on there now. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm going to save it. It is so it. fucking good. Uh, the problem is, though, Dan, yeah. um, your recommendations, I, I've, I've taken none of them and I refuse to take any of them. Okay, here's the thing, Tom. <laughs> when, like, I'm not Off right... building a, a PC. I'm not right about a lot of things, right? But when it comes to this shit, when have I been wrong? To be fair, and I'll say I'll do I'll do, I'll do it to the camera. The yeah. Yeah. Everything that Dan has ever recommended that <laughs> I do, that I have res- I have had any form of resistance to, and have eventually done, mm. I have absolutely loved. And and I, I that yeah, so he's absolutely right. But I will always resist because I think it's part of our. Yeah, I, des- I think we're destined to do this forever, Dan. No one, no one ever listens to me, and I think Russ has got a point. I think I get too passionate about things. I think that's it is, what it is. Yeah. It is fun to listen to you and just go, yeah. no, I'm not bothered. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. doesn't yeah. sound that good, actually. But it's the, the annoying thing about the expanse I, I was going to watch yeah. it, but then something about the way you described it, it's just, it's just really put me off. <laughs> really Russ, me off. Russ and Duncan, back me up, but the expanse is really good. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the expanse is, it's it's up there. It's, yeah. you know, it is BSG levels. Good. Mm. I need to be able to put some time into it again. It's good. And it's it's just so nice to see something and you watch it and you go that could happen yeah that is how a spaceship would work that is how they would fly that mm. is how they would fight that is yeah, how they it would doesn't really sound like artificial my gravity. cup of tea doesn't it doesn't yeah. sound like anything i like no it's, it's no really, really good there's there's definitely never been a film that you like about space truckers that encounter an alien life form no nope. no it doesn't doesn't ring a bell nope. no nothing no no mm. 
Anyway, my next question has to do with Alien, if you guys yeah. have ever heard of that film. Oh, yeah, no, never heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> Russ? What about Russ? Does he have a question? I don't know. Yeah. Go. Don't have to go you, can, you can go, you, Russ. Do you, do you actually have one about Alien that you want to do? No. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't want to sully the good name of Alien with, uh, with this tat. Uh, it's nice, it's nice I'm only see... kidding for fuck's sake I saw Dan's face go purple <laughs> <laughs> this is a simple one that's been asked many times before why can't anyone in a film or TV use a mouse <laughs> if anyone needs to do anything on a computer they immediately start frantically touch typing which brings up about 30 windows of scrolling code at once. And that's basically just to check their emails. Yeah. <laughs> Can we... Uh, okay. And every every keystroke is accompanied by a little... <laughs> sound effect as well, which would drive you fucking crazy within about two minutes if that actually happened on your, on your work computer. I'm going to say, Russ has probably tried that, so he would definitely know. Yeah, mm. Russ has cracked the internet, let's be honest. But, Master hacker. And any... Like Pass, password is um, password is swordfish. Swordfish is always, always swordfish. swordfish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. It would just drive insane. And just anything they're asked to do, which in real life, you, I mean, I okay, yes, I get it. It's not very cinematic, but really, what you do is you go, yeah, yeah. Okay. So you, what you've described is why they don't do that. We don't want the actual answer to these gonna, questions, I was, Daniel. I was going to give you the actual answer is that if you do like what actually people do, it looks really boring. And like any kind of exciting scene where they're going, yeah, the bomb's diffused. Uh, yeah. They should do it on a laptop because everyone gets frustrated with the little touch tabs where you're like, fucking yeah. just work. Which, the number of times I've gone click, oh, it hasn't clicked, come on. The little tap, then you go, oh, I've got to press I've the button now. That good, makes it a bit more... A good trackpad. No. Yeah, there's no such thing. And I, anyone, yeah. anyone who uses the little Lenovo nipple mouse in the middle of the keyboard is a Ooh. dangerous psychopath. Actually using the little nubbin. What the fuck is wrong with you, sir? A psychopath. Yes, don't ever change. <laughs> Every single episode, single. we get a <laughs> reference to that here. I um, I mean, I totally, I, I, I mean, I totally get what you're saying. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. I mean, Swordfish is amazing. There's that brilliant montage at the beginning where he's hacking, 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 literally just typing. I don't think there even is a mouse. Like, I don't think that that's even a thing well, he's that's got, like, there. Where he's got, like, eight screens, and he's yeah. typing on two keyboards at once. And he's doing that thing where he's, like, typing them, and he goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, okay, And then runs out of wine <laughs> and goes downstairs. Like, And this is, this, is a, this is a manual computer. I mean, this is a very manual series of inputs he's having to do. I don't think the sheer volume mm. of wine this guy's drinking is, is helping. I think, mm. to be honest, even in the film lore, he's taking the piss by the end of it. I think he's like, just like, yeah. oh, you know. Yeah. Wakes up this he's, he's next morning. He's trying to this super virus, mm. isn't he? And the way it's represented on the screen is it's like a cube that comes together. And he's just going, oh, yeah, 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 as the little things fold together. And then it starts going wrong. He's going, oh, no, no, no. And the cube starts flying apart. It's like yeah. it's done like a mini game, like mash X <laughs> on just your keyboard wakes, to write the virus. Wakes up this don't m- do it fast <laughs> enough. Wakes up the next morning, looks at his laptop, it's all bollocks. Just like, just utter nonsense, just 
Turns out I was just hitting we- pounding two keyboards for hours on end. <laughs> yeah. so it turns out is he's actually accidentally suddenly you sort of wakes up and then there's a knock at the door, a ring, there's sort of like am- and then there's a large number of mysterious Amazon parcels have appeared. He's like, when when did that film come out? Like it's happened again. <laughs> yeah, like that. That was long ago enough that computers and the internet were something of a novelty but it still happens now mm. you still use the mouse then is very familiar with using computers all the time yeah yeah and it's part of the whole like zoom and enhance bollocks isn't it and the fact that every <clears throat> every police department and detective squad in the usa has billions of pounds worth of technology dedicated to their sole use and things like that and csi miami they had a holographic autopsy suite yeah at some point, complete bullshit. Yeah, well, they, at some point they just keep adding stuff because it's convenient for narrative. Hmm. Like and they just, but 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 I think they go a bit crazy with it sometimes. Just they like are diver- how can we make how can we make the writing easier here? Like every single time, every week, going, we could be out by lunch if we just like add yeah. like um, some dude that that does this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Sorry? if we do fifteen foot, fifteen minutes of uh, a camera looking intently at someone's eyes as they move around and then uh, the the sound of keyboard tapping uh, and then you see a bead of sweat at the top of their eyes maybe we can make that draw that out for like 20 minutes like mm. if if uh, that that can becomes exciting some music over the top um that's half a run done with an episode that's good yeah i mean i'm sure there's been somewhere they've used a mouse what am i thinking of <laughs> castle Definitely uses a mouse. They use a mouse in that. It's just a I really am... specific, like <laughs> in this one episode of Castle. Oh, come on. Um, well, what 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 was that random Nathan film? It was Castle. Was it, um, Veronica Mars did it quite well. Like when she like zoom and enhanced uh, a photograph. It actually she put it into Photoshop and did stuff that you can actually do to a photo to bring out details. She sort of just adjusted contrast and levels and curves and things and use that to to find details there was no there was no bullshit image that's, manipulation stuff that's there. why she's known as the world's greatest detective mm-hmm. yeah. well, a lot of time now it is touch screen that. stuff isn't it mm. where they're going like touching it and zooming it like that but that's still mm-hmm. and everything's done by tablets now in modern ones where like okay we'll just tap it on here and then boom and i can zoom it on here and it zooms up there yeah, nearly everyone does everything on phones and tablets now. Yeah, which is much more exciting because you can kind of you get like a visual representation of what's actually happening. They're just sharing the screen, but no one has that issue where you try and share your screen with your TV, and it's like you know, bursts into the situation room and then runs in, goes, "Now, how is the Jeff? Is the click share thing on? Do I (laughs) HDMI two? All right, HDMI." HDMI two. No one. Um, no, no one... that's that's VGA. The... HDMI two. <laughs> Jeff is a bomb. <laughs> On my what pin code? What? It, it, that that's how most of my meetings go. Jeff, Jeff, check your emails. You've just been sent a code. Can you just tell me what it is, please? Ah, so I can get into this. Um, I the, the problem we've got as well is um, the death of USB sticks. Uh, and the rise of the cloud has meant there's no exciting moments where people are waiting for a file to download um, yeah. so they can... Pour one out yeah. for USB sticks. Yeah, 
yeah exactly yeah that th- they that was always like the most exciting thing that could happen like you saw someone like walking into an office and you saw like this thing like 80 percent downloaded 81 percent downloaded and i'm constantly looking up that was more exciting than frantically tapping on a keyboard but you that doesn't happen anymore because they just go well i'll just get it at home because i've saved it on the cloud yeah, so it should be sort, fine sort of just sort of backed up that doesn't always yeah, work actually. because sometimes you do need something on the usb stick because that's how they you know it's top secret no, sometimes um, if you live in the arse end of Scotland, you need something on, on a USB stick, yes. <laughs> but most of, most um, of the time in civilized why? civilization, we don't want, we're okay. <laughs> oh, oh, got a witty... You just wait for the WhatsApp chat and I'll give you a witty retort when I think of one. Um, yeah, but into the Spider-Verse, hmm. USB hey, Google, thing. Set an event for three days from now. Wait for Duncan's witty retort about <laughs> USB sticks. <laughs> That's a very good point, though. Into the Spider Verse, what is it that was on the USB stick? Oh, it's it, was do- the- it was the doohickey. Yeah, yeah, but he had to travel was, from another the, dimension. The thing that yeah. aligned the dimensions or something, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. What did he call it? Doohickey. It was Goober. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, Goober. yeah. Goober. Yeah. There's always uh, a code or a thingy or a something, so I just call it a Goober. <laughs> but even that was a play on the fact that that's a fairly tired thing that happens in these things as well. Like, you can still go away with it in the Star Wars universe because it happened ages ago. Yeah. It did, the thing it did is, if you the tried... of them having to steal, like, they just went and stole the whole computer rather than hacking yeah. yeah. some files. <laughs> You're just running away with it going, shit, shit, shit. It's a great scene as well. Oh, I love that film so much. It was, it's very good. Mm. Um, he tries to other, the monitor the, as well. We don't the, need that. Yes. The, the... <laughs> The problem with the saving on the cloud is, like, by the time you're doing that, you've probably nearly used up all of your shared drive space. And you're like, oh, fuck. It's like, what would be actually happening is you, someone would be like, oh, the file's too large. I'm going to have to empty some of my cloud drive. And then you'll be, st- that's where the yeah. tension would be. Like, can they delete enough items to then... Sorry, I can't read you this report because our, uh, our, uh, our quota is actually 99% full. Can I, can I delete some of these old MP3s? I, uh, yeah. you, listen, you listened to this recently? I, yeah. When was the last time you actually listened to 10cc? Come on. Mm. Like, um, so, but... but uh, as you're going through going i know there's a bomb but do i want to pay the five pounds for extra storage like Uh. (laughs) but am i going to use it again after today (laughs) yeah no exactly yeah that's a very good point claim this back on expenses (laughs) (laughs) says five pounds so i think it just brought it it's it's like why is why is just technology and the use of it still not even though it's so intrinsic to everybody's life and everybody knows how all this stuff works, it's still represented really weirdly in media. Yeah. And like you did, I, I think after the pandemic, we might see a change there because all of a sudden, even the people that you'd have had people that worked in offices that still didn't know how to have a zoom conversation, for example. And now they've oh, we've been, been working from home for a year and there yeah. are people that still don't know how to do a fucking video but they are aware of it zoom is zoom is something everyone knows what zoom is even if you don't use it so i would imagine that in the future we'll start seeing more and more things that are probably more realistic you probably get writers for tv shows that don't really know how this shit works so as a result they just kind of fill in the blanks with nonsense Mm. Like Kevin Sorbo shouting disappointed when he was actually meant to just be disappointed. But in actual fact, we're all just disappointed in Kevin Sorbo. 
Bellend. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Shall I do cool, one? Cool. Right. I like it when you say Bellend. It always makes me laugh. Um, uh, the Muppet Cinematic Universe, right? Yeah. Muppet, yep. The original MCU. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Muppet Babies. Are they just young versions of the Muppets? Did they all live together? Did they all grow up together as ch- small children and then just happen to get the same job in the same theatre? I always saw them as like alternate reality versions. Yeah. Do you ever see the adults, question mark, Muppets with the Muppet Babies? I don't think so. No. no. I, th- I, think a, I think they're a parallel universe. Mm. I, I kind of thought they might have been younger and I kind of associated mm. more them... In some ways, though, probably more if they were teenagers with our group. This is really behind the curtain, but Dan, Russ, and I all sort of have a quite shared school group of friends. Are you going to do some inside jokes about our friends from school? No. I'm just going to say that's how I associated that they basically grew up together as a big group of friends (laughs) and just sort of stayed uh, somehow. They just didn't leave the nest. we We didn't live together, though. No, all, that's all true. the Muppet babies live together. We're not made of fuzzy felt. Well, the thing is, oh, well, are, Dan are, is. They, are they living <laughs> together or are they at a crash? I assume oh, yeah. they. I always assume they were living together because they always Listen, seem to be the, like. The, the, you could. I agree with Tom. They could be at the crash because it's nanny, isn't it? Uh, maybe. Yes, it is nanny. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if it is a crash, hmm. then actually it could be sort of the the start of their whole friendship thing. Like this is this is them as little bubbies. But it seems like a very other. established relationship for mm. that point, don't they? Well, yeah. they they do yeah. talk very very well for for tiny babies. Mm. I mean, they always have spoken quite well for monsters as well. Or are they monsters? Or are they just muppets? Well, they're just kind of like the. Uh, maybe we're going into a deeper conversation about the muppets. Here. Deeper, because well, because your Kermit... favorite racing game is muppet muppet races. I mean, let's just. Knock off the word racing there, shall we? Um, so, like, I think the Muppets are funny because you get the feeling that you get Muppet versions of humans, but humans exist in the Muppet universe. Yeah. Yeah. So so I would imagine that you get real frogs and Kermit is a Muppet interpretation of a frog that just so happens to live at the same time as frogs. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay. Mm. So, so I'm actually. Yeah. yeah. So on that front, then I'm happy to accept uh, mm. Russ's uh, thing of the Muppet Babies being an alternate universe timeline. Mm. Light the beacons. Duncan is happy to accept Russ's ruling. Yes. Light oh, the look, beacons. I've got the, sh- I got the shiny glass. That is now canon. I will write yeah. down so, it on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> but that, that, that I say it, it does. Because like Stadler and Waldorf are definitely Muppets. There are definitely humans because even in the Muppet show they have guests who are human. But they are just Muppet versions of humans. So we get Muppet versions of all the animals that just exist in the real world and are considered real. To the point where the, the humans that do go on the show start talking to the Muppets like they're real people and mm. real things. Like this... The, it's just that the world exists and the Muppets are... Maybe we go into a deeper conversation about the Muppets here. Maybe that's what happens because it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Muppets are weird, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, pretty weird. Yes, they are. Pretty odd. Yeah. They're fuzzy. Yeah. 
So like Miss Piggy, for example, where does she come from? I always imagined she was some kind of genetic freak. So do we experiment? Okay, let's broaden this out. Where do the Muppets come from? So are we we imagining that in this reality they have evolved some sort of parallel evolution, another form of intelligent life that arose alongside... Or created... That's that's exactly what I was thinking. Mm, Yeah, that's a good thing. It's a very complicated web of alternate life. It is like like an alternate life... Like a base, it's like we've got carbon-based oxygen breathing, or you know, mm. well, not even necessary oxygen breathing, but we've got sort of carbon-based life forms with mm. DNA that formed us. And there's some, cause it's not just one species, is it? It's a whole myriad of yeah. Because you've got creatures, you've got amphibians, you've got mm. reptiles, you've got whatever monsters are. Mm. You've got so it's like an there was alien another in there form as well. of life established, and it evolved parallel to what we know of as life on earth and it, ex- it, it expanded to fill the same evolutionary niches which is mm. why you have muppet equivalents of real animals but in some way they must not compete for the same resources otherwise they wouldn't they, they would outcompete each other but you also get muppet sentient vegetables or what are the equivalent of vegetables and they are sentient yeah, maybe, maybe the the sentient vegetables outcompeted the the real sentient vegetables which is why we've only got boring yeah, non talking. Do you think that actually that's the, really the... fucked up though, isn't it? Having sentient vegetables are they are they what people are eating? Well, they must be the fucking like you. Unless the Muppets just... eat real vegetables, don't, you don't, don't want to start. Food. You don't even want to start thinking about Swedish Chef um, <laughs> and <laughs> the, those those talking. Who is he cooking? The, the the talking shit that he's killing to to eat. Yeah, sport, 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 sport. Yeah, what about the king prawn? Yeah. Oh, um, what's his name? Fucking, what's his name? I can't remember. Pepe the prawn. Pepe the prawn. Pepe prawn. I'm a king prawn. So, what about the fact that Gonzo is an alien? Like, it's canon that Gonzo is actually an alien, which means this shit is happening somewhere else as well. Does that mean that Muppets are actually an alien life form? No, Gonzo is. They're very specific that Gonzo's an alien and the others are just... The rest of them aren't. Yeah, because there are other other examples Mm. of them on the planet. So basically, we Mm. our type of carbon base, as far as we know it, Mm. is the anomaly, but the Muppet form is actually the constant throughout the universe, because we've got one we've got an example, and we know that there are many multitudes of them because that's what Gonzo is. Mm. And therefore, we know it's arisen... Muppet form has arisen elsewhere, but we do not know whether the, our form of carbon, mm. non-fuzzy or limited fuzz... I wonder if it's actually just a branch of lichen. Like, basically, the, the common shared ancestor is lichen. Mm. And we do share an ancestry with the Muppets, but at one point, with lichen, everything just branched off, and then you got all... R33 kingdoms. No, fuck, that's Fyler, isn't it? How many kingdoms? Mm. Fuck it, I don't know. Can't think at this but, time. Don't, like, you, you can say anything at this point in the rest seven, of the The seven kingdoms. Anyway. Um, we, yeah. we, we are far more chill with Muppets than I thought we'd be as well, though. Like, we're just kind mm. of like, yeah, Muppets are there. We're cool with it. Well, I mean, I think, let's face it, if this was real, there would have been, like, historical abuses of Muppets that oh, would be treated as second-class citizens. There'd be protests about 
Muppet rights abuses. It, it would be awful <laughs> if it was if it was real, because the world is terrible. Humanity would have treated Muppets abysmally throughout. I love history. that the yeah. MRA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then they'd be the MRAS or something. The Muppets. What was it? Muppet MRA. Yeah. Yeah, yeah what the Muppets, Muppets Rights, Rights Abuse Association something prevention like that. nice. I mean, the thing is, though, it does. It's it's like the classic classic question, isn't it, about stuff like Mario? What is Mario? Like, oh, is he we've... human or not? Because in the recent Mario game Odyssey, oh, Odyssey? that's weird. Yeah, he's like he looks like Mario, but he's surrounded by humans. Mm, yeah. So what the fuck is he? What the fuck? I, I kind of assumed I mean, he was from an alternate... trust him no. to change a U-Bend. We've been through that one. But I kind of assumed he was from an alternate universe. Mario? Yeah. Well, no, he's, he's Bob yeah. Hoskins and he comes from our universe. <laughs> Bob Hoskins. <laughs> R.I.P. Bob. But yeah, um, I, I, I kind of assumed that, that there was there is a world where everyone looks like Mario. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, that, that would be an awful place that, that would be. be. And he's still a shit plumber in that world but yeah that's that's that was my thinking anyway i, I don't know though yeah hmm. well i think that's that one put to bed sure <laughs> uh are we back to tom was tom first was he <clears throat> well, he's the one with notes so oh he's got been, notes we've been doing he? this for we've been doing this for almost an hour like i can't believe that or just <laughs> yeah. under an hour we've it? only answered what four questions yeah okay so this is this is the next one baywatch <clears throat> this is weird. What, okay, what the, what, what the fuck is happening on that beach? Like, why why is this the beach that that like needs all those lifeguards and so many people are drowning? You it know, is doing theft, doing crime. Yeah, like, like organizing... drug runners, gun runners. This is uncanny because do, I was going to ask. It's kind of the same. My my question was going to be when we've got such clear evidence of, of so many problems happening on this beach in Baywatch, why wasn't Trump focusing on stopping the crime happening here than the wall? Top of <laughs> the <laughs> I mean, that, that's the thing for me. I, it's, just, it's just bizarre. I mean... People are really careless on that beach as well. Really yeah. careless. Like, like, oh my oh, God, is, my kid is... there an is... element of... It attracts people who sort of want to get rescued by Pamela Anderson. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, and if the others just flop around a bit to get dragged out of the water by David yeah. Hasselhoff, yeah. I'm going to do it. Ah, oh, man, yeah, I'd like to be wrestled, rescued, wrestled by Hasselhoff, <laughs> <laughs> revealing a little more than you expected to there. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I want to get, I want to get wrestled by Hasselhoff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, who computer wouldn't? run program Hasselhoff Wrestling Three. Wrestle slash oily. <laughs> Wrestled off with Hasselhoff. Yep. <laughs> you can wrestle off with Hasselhoff. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's, that's, that's your program name. Yep. There we go. I got it. Nailed it. They really didn't have that much decent <laughs> life rescuing. As far as I'm aware, like with like the little floats. Mm. Okay. Fair enough. But even in those waters, too long. Like they just didn't have the right PPE. I think they had a they had a power boat to be fair as well, didn't they? They had like a like a giant speedboat as well. But like when you watch those getting, I mean, most of those can do really good yeah. uh, shallow water launches. But um, I, what yeah, I remember yeah. about the British lifeguards is they go out, they have paddle boards and proper yeah. bigger stuff, 
that they can go out in, and they don't always just go out in shorts. Well, I mean, admittedly, it's colder over here, but even there, you don't want to spend that much time in the water because it will still, you will still get cold and you will still get cramped. Why weren't more of those lifeguards getting rescued mm. by other? I mean, really, it was just a circle of despair. Yeah, like, and also, at what point do you do you call the coast guard? Cir- as well? Circle of despair is also the name of one of Dan's Hasselhoff programs. It is, yeah. <laughs> um, like, what he calls his balloon knot. <laughs> <laughs> Like, um, is it just we we laugh whenever anyone says balloon knot? Yeah, is that? <laughs> Sorry, hang on a second. I Drums. I saw a tree <laughs> earlier, and I don't know why I'm saying this on the podcast. I was going meant to send you a picture of it, but there was a runner behind me, and I had to keep walking. So, like, but I saw a tree, and it had like what looked like a perfect anus, like <laughs> like on the tree. Uh, <laughs> that was meant to be just for us guys i can't believe i just mentioned it on the podcast i'm gonna take a picture of it tomorrow and out of context i'm just gonna put it on instagram yeah, yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> fuck you algorithm that's the one tree you don't want to you don't want to hug that tree too hard do you I'm, I'm just going to send you a message saying guys shall I put my dick in <laughs> anyway oh, yes so th- why are they why are these lifeguards dealing with things that the coast guard should be dealing with because there's a lot slash of- police slash yeah. mental health services slash just some other people well and, i mean yeah. obviously the answer is that it wouldn't be a very entertaining show if they were just constantly just rescuing kids that had uh, fallen off their surfboards i, I think what you mean to yeah. say is it wouldn't be a very interesting documentary <laughs> yeah. if uh, <laughs> it was just <laughs> yeah, exactly that's what i meant yeah sorry silly me yeah i mean the thing is not once do they do they follow any type of protocol which is oh those guys all have guns I have a flotation device. Um, I'm going to call the cops. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm going to fucking dive into the sea and I'm going to swim out to that drug runner's yacht and take it single-handedly using my flotation device as a bludgeon. Um, and that's that's what happens. That's what happens almost every episode. It's um, a far cry from the RNLI, though, isn't it? Like, it's just like... It's, Sexier. It's, yeah, it is it is but you can't imagine the gift shop where you can get like the tea towels <laughs> right, and the fridge magnets they are in yeah. i have probably better boats as well they yeah. are sharp boats. cool yeah they're cool they boats. awesome they have basically if i was getting rescued i want to be rescued by someone that looks like in the rni yeah i mean as much as it would be nice to be rescued by someone who looks like they're in baywatch <laughs> At the same time, I'm not 100% sure about their <laughs> life-saving mm-hmm. abilities, whereas RNLI, I'm, I know that I'm going to be all right. Yeah. They're yeah. going to put that's, me that's on That's their the... tagline, isn't it? Yeah. Less, less sexy but competent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pretty well. Yeah, like at what point if you're being rescued by them on like a sinking boat, are you, and you see fucking Hasselhoff coming towards <laughs> you with just like a flotation device thinking, do you not want to just call the, call the Coast Guard maybe? Just in his, get them in his in. shorts. Yeah, exactly. Somewhere in the North Sea. Yeah. It's two o'clock in the morning. <laughs> I mean, if they did have a helicopter, it would still be Hasselhoff coming down in just the shorts. But you're looking up and then suddenly the shorts slip a bit and all you can just see is a Coming down. <laughs> like, yeah, I've got the bullseye going. No, 
It just looks like yeah, two grapefruits in a net bag. Just like it's, mm-hmm. it's just like hanging, hanging loose. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. What's going on with Baywatch? They, they are, they are nowhere near trained. For starters, they're all like eighteen, nineteen, and they're, all, they're facilitators. Yeah, and they've all been put in a position where they've meant to bust up drug deals. Um, it's, it does feel like maybe they should leave it to the professionals a bit. And also, yeah. that beach, as you say, is just a hive of illegal activity. It's ridiculous, because that's and the right point. Right. It looks relatively picturesque. Yeah. It looks like a relatively nice kind of... I say relatively nice, mm. and then talk about Florida, but it's a relatively nice, almost like Florida-style beach. You know, no one's got care in the mm. world. They're having a great time all mm. the time. There's families and stuff like that. And then, disaster strikes, you know... That's when the, that, like you said, that's when the human traffickers arrive, and you know, uh, someone gets someone. But it's always like it's always out at sea. If you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, someone someone is out on one of those like you know comedy inflatable boats with like plastic oars, and they get sucked out by a current. But then, oh no, there's human traffickers there, and then you know they get picked out of their boat, and then suddenly they've got to be rescued. It's not like. You know, it's not like an RNLI call, which is like they just get drifted out to see the current pulls them out, mm. and then the boat goes out and rescues them. It's literally, it's like something awful happens, and then they get mouth to mouth, whether they need it or not, at the end of the show. <laughs> David, Shut get off me! I can breathe. This is actually yeah. making it worse. No, no, I've seen it done. <laughs> no, not not the chest compressions. Not the chest compressions. <laughs> uh, there was no saving him. <laughs> <laughs> David dead on arrival. <laughs> Dude, lay off the onions, man. Come on. Yeah. Um, did you oh, just eat? Did you just eat an onion? Like it's just it's. I um yeah. Baywatch is is a weird one, but at yeah. the same time, amazing theme tune and really watchable. Very watchable. Yeah. Excellent theme tune. Excellent yeah, theme really tune. really good theme tune. The, um, by the way, we're through the group stages, and uh, I meant to have it all ready for tonight, but I didn't. So we'll put it up on the Instagram. Potentially, Russ, we were talking about doing like some bracket thing, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, if, if you can send me the stats so far, mm. I'll massage them to my own satisfaction, and then put together a little bracket graphic or something. Oh, Russ, I've already done it. By the way, if um, <laughs> if, Red, if Red Dwarf doesn't uh, win, I'll be very disappointed because Phil, it's the only one that Phil and will sing. Um, he actually sings. He actually goes fun, fun, fun. Sun, sun, sun. Um, biggest surprise so far, and I need to double check this. But it looks like there were, there were some there were some quite Sophie's Choice elements yeah. in some yeah, of those like this was, and I yeah. suspect some people are voting for the show, not the theme tune. It looks like Happy Days was eliminated in the first round. Well, is, what, did it, what did it lose to? Uh, I'll need to go back through and double check, but it looks like her Happy Days is, isn't going to make it through, which is a surprise because right. that was like the number one of the number one ones. So yeah, yeah this, is, this is how knockout tournaments work, though. Exactly, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'll get. Well, I'll send them over to you, and we'll get it up, and we'll get that started this week. I want to have the final round in line with the Super Bowl, and we can talk. We can analyze the theme tunes in a Super Bowl esque show. I was thinking. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, do any any more for any more? Yeah. Uh, so in the Barbie and Ken, Barbie universe, Ken universe. Yeah. Not just what is happening with all those Barbies, mm-hmm. uh, but how do they reproduce? <laughs> like they just seriously smash their smooth, shiny, 
featureless pelvises yeah, against each other, and then somebody goes to the shop and buys a new one. In, in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Samson then. But like, if in, why does Ken actually exist as well? Because there's no point. If there is no sexual organs, then actually that is a perfect female universe. It means that you do not have sexual reproduction. You just have that form of genesis, which I can't think of off my top of my head. Um, and I've had wine, uh, which is not going to help. Uh, asexual? Well, it is asexual, but there's a proper term for it. Anyway, yes, uh, asexual reproduction. So does that so mean Barbie... Are you suggesting that Barbies kind of split down the middle and turn into two Barbies? No, I think they... What happens in rotifers and actually in some snake species is actually the egg is self-fertilized and then it develops inside. And then, or if you're an anemone, you actually just scoosh out another baby anemone. So it's a full, you, like a full set of DNA is encoded yeah, in the next and generation. and it just develops and then splish. Would, that, would that not lead inevitably to instabilities in the, the gene pool? Not necessarily. Not unless there was some disease that came and knocked them out. But mm. there would be generally down, down the generations, there would be so, but, a certain if, degree of If they do, as you so eloquently put it, just scoosh one out, Where <laughs> where is Barbie scooshing this out from? Well, exactly. That's the other question. Like, mm-hmm. why is there Ken? Where do they get the genetic diversity from? And, um, yeah, what, I mean, it should actually be a perfect female utopia. I, I think this is, um, so, I think it's, it's, it's artificially created universe, right? I think even in the Barbie universe, it's an artificially created universe where uh, women get to live the lives that they want to live as, so it's like uh, San Junipero. What, in... In, in backbreaking agony because of their twisted proportions, they well, never yeah, but they're not support a but, human. Yeah, but they, this is in, they, they are now made them more proportionate. Yeah, still not great. More, it's yeah. still not physically possible. But you would, I, you would, you would not be able to walk, and your spine would collapse. I, I think these are rich people that are put into uh, plastic bodies in this idyllic kind of like, uh, like oh, so it's like a dollhouse type thing. Yeah. Okay, so I think that was originally the case um, where, and then just the Ken doll is there because if they get bored, really, that's all he's there for. If they get bored and they want, get bored of of the company of other women and they just want the odd man every now and then to come and say something stupid. What what is Ken, like, is Ken her boyfriend? Yeah, I would imagine the role of Ken has changed in the last 40 years. Is he just her seeding partner? Yes, yeah. I'm not birthing partner. I, I do very much enjoy his depiction in Toy Story, Toy Story 2, See, where he's just completely useless. Ken pisses me off because I've always assumed Barbie's boyfriend was Action Man. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I don't know. If, if you're going to smash featureless genital areas oh. with, with someone, it was going to be Action Man rather than Ken, isn't it? Exactly, yeah, definitely. Fucking Action Man's a bit of a bell end, though, isn't he, now looking back at it? He thinks he's better than all the rest. He's a fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, you blue pants prick. What about G.I. Joe? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was the same. Yeah. It was yeah, Action Man. Great. It's Action Man in this country, though. Is uh, it? Yeah, Action Man and G.I. Yeah. Joe, they are literally the same, aren't they? It yeah, was, yeah. It was the yeah. same toy rebranded. Yeah. yeah. Except G.I. Joes were smaller little figures in the end, weren't they? But yeah. 
Probably. Oh, I don't yes, know. Never had one. Me neither. Me neither. But I, I think it's like this this artificial like San Junipero like universe where their consciousnesses are uploaded. Um, and they live this like idyllic plastic lifestyle where they don't have to worry about anything remotely like worrisome yeah. in, like in this world. So, that well, like the like dystopian, ex- mm. what like the excessive extraction of uh, hydrocarbons and fossil mm. fuel origins? Yeah. yeah, they don't give a shit about that. Yeah, <laughs> until all that stuff. until someone comes in and uh, tells them they're in the matrix, basically. Yeah, <laughs> that would be so cool. Morpheus and the appearing sort of rumpf. I would. This 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 is a film. <laughs> it would be wicked. Yeah. But yeah. In your picture meeting, yeah, it's the Matrix, but also Barbies. Yeah. What are you not getting? What do you here? mean no? Noun Barbie. <laughs> Noun and Barbie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> I'm going to go put some Barbies in the Matrix Four. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, there you go. Any more for any more? I've got one. Go ahead. I'm driving. Okay, so if you could choose to keep, like now in your current life, any of the futuristic gadgets from Back to the Future 2, mm-hmm. what would you like to have? So a quick reminder of some of the stuff that you could be choosing from, not exhaustive lifts at all. Hoverboard, obviously, flying car, robot dog walker, dehydrated pizza box, uh, self-adjusting jacket or uh, sneakers, um, fax machines in cupboards for some reason, uh, Pepsi <laughs> bottles that you can't open, voice-activated lights, pretty sure we've got those already, uh, the upside-down back fixer thing, thumb chuggers, or uh, belt buckle that plays chicken sound effects. Just some of the tempting range of Futurama. <laughs> Chuggers. that was available in Back to the Future 2. What the, what there the is, there's some other stuff in there as well. The, um, the charity guy that's getting him to make a donation, <clears throat> you, you do it with your thumb. You basically uh-huh. do Apple Pay to make his donation. There, oh, I mean, there is a, a remarkable amount of stuff in that film, bearing in mind how old it was and how sort of tongue-in-cheek it was, has actually come to pass. You, know, you can pay with your thumbprint these days. You can. There's like drone cameras doing the news there's uh obviously like all the voice activated home stuff um you know ch- doing things stuff like changing Probably. tv channels and turning lights on with your voice and using it as a as an identification system so a lot of it actually has come to pass but any, anything in particular like if you could have just like a thing brought back to this time for your personal use now from back to the future too hoverboard it's it's so tempting, like an actual working proper hover. Not one proper. of the fucking pops up on the news. No. They've invented hoverboards. All you need when? is this special room and a liquid helium cooled magnet, and for it to be at minus two hundred degrees all the time, no. and it only proper. works for ten seconds. When would you guys use a hoverboard? Every all the time. single day. Bullshit. Around the fucking house. I call bullshit. You will you'll you'll get bored of it very quickly. No way. You totally would. You totally would. Yeah. Of course Villain you would. would, it would, it would also, I mean, an actual a hoverboard would be basically the most difficult thing to ride. Yeah, existing because like, it's got pretty much no friction. Like what? Uh, what is it getting? Its friction is coming from air. So I, mm. yeah, it's not a perpetual motion machine, but it would be insanely difficult to drive. So, so I think I would sincerely. I, I mean, I would lose a limb. I, I would lose a limb. I, would I wouldn't get on one of them. Bloody good go. I wouldn't get on one of them. That's ridiculous. And so what, the, what, what would you what would you want then from hey, from the future? I've got two choices. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the sensible one is Mister Fusion. 
something that just like yeah powers my car unlimited energy from rubbish exactly yeah yeah. uh the the slightly less sensible one but still quite sensible is that um as someone who regularly has problems finding clothes that fit because i've got short arms um the clothing that like naturally the arms like moved exactly yeah you could do it for your little legs exactly my god so handy like that that that's that's very, very handy. This, this it, can, it can dry itself, can't it? It's got those, a few those Nikes look awesome as well. Can, I, can I create the technology? Like, if, if okay, if, if we're creating technology, magic super so, blowjob machine yeah, that, then. There that, we that's go. That's basically saying, <laughs> can you no. make up something you would like? Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, out of the selection of things that, that you were sort of read out there, like, I mean, is, if, is if, Dan if you creating could something that would... shrinking clothes? No, no they're they in the film. In he, the, the jacket he wears, it, as soon as he yeah. puts it on, it's like flapping. It just, no, no, I know, I know that. I'm saying, like, are we, you're saying to us, which of those technologies would you like to have, hmm. like, are yeah. we the ones that create it? Because no, you oh, take it out. See what you mean? No, yeah. no. It's just like something just goes warm and it mm. just magically pops into existence in front of you. You can have one could, thing. Well, just going back to hoverboards quickly. I the, suppose you could try and reverse engineer the technology and make a fortune from it that way. The um, okay, cool. When we're on hoverboards, I know it's true, but still, when we're on the hoverboards, but save it, save it for your Brexit podcast. Sake. While we're on the fucking hoverboards, okay, um, the Biff's hoverboard about as dangerous as a uh, Star Wars speeder. By the way, that <laughs> thing, is, that thing is utterly ridiculous. Well, it's, it's something that's already insanely fire. dangerous with spikes and <laughs> rocket packs attached to it. Exactly. Yeah, that has enough yeah, power pa- with fire, enough torque to pull another three people along as well. Mm. Yeah. The hoverboards didn't work across water. Yeah, unless unless you've got power. Yeah. Unless you got power, which he does, uh, <laughs> too much power. Uh, the thing I definitely wouldn't have is the hover cars because Al- Audi drivers and BMW drivers are dicks enough as it is, and I just don't want those flying around. Fl- flying cars would be the worst thing ever. I mean, th- I suppose they'd be good for the planet in the sense mm. that it would decimate the population. <laughs> Look look at how bad human beings are at driving cars on a flat plane. Mm. If you add altitude into the mix and the fact that you can't just stop wherever. I mean, you know, if flying cars ever are a thing, there is absolutely no way that any human will be involved in piloting them. The cars be 100% automated. That DeLorean wouldn't really work as well because, like, you're breaking the axle to make it a flying car. Like you're breaking both the axles to make it a flying car. Hmm. So at that point it becomes, I suppose you could do it. But I guess you've got to think about sort of like, you know, in the future. It's not real. The assumption that, <laughs> no, no, no the, the assumption that, you know, new alloys, True. Um, new, new metallurgy, you know, that kind of stuff. It, there, I mean, there are, you, you there are can't... I, mean, I hate to bring up Grace's Amazing Machines again, but she has driven a little amphibious quad bike that literally does that. The wheels you can turn and then it, that's, that's, that's a quad bike though it's a bit different from having a car yeah, I'm saying, the, the principle is the same, same. there's, there's like other ways would... of linking wheels to an engine yeah because you in that case i think they also have the direct each wheel actually has a direct drive to it so you mm. can actually do that so you don't need the in um in Port patrol um riders atv 
turns into a, a little sort of waterborne jet ski using the wheels yeah. as the propulsion system. And one of, the, one of the things that is remarkable about Paw Patrol is it's remarkable real-life mechanical engineering properties and how no, true absolutely. to... Absolutely, absolutely. What's, what's particularly amazing is none of these people have kids. They're just nonces. <laughs> so, yeah, so yeah dan you want adjusting clothes to top what, yeah. what you're actually going to have but yeah you could you could try and claim that you invented it and try and sell it for profit baseball I, bat that extends on its own yeah <laughs> i mean personally i think a lot of people make a lot of money out of the novelty side of things so i think the jacket with the built-in sound effect thing. I think, you know, me and Dan go into business together. Dan, look, you've got your fitting, you know, self-fitting stuff. I can add ridiculous sound effects to your garments. As, as modelled by Billy Zane, I believe. As modelled by Billy Zane. Uh, what do you reckon, Dan? Like, yeah. let's, do, let's do Dragon's Den. I'm yeah. going to give you 50% of my business um, for... 80% of your mm. business. You see, and, I, that's how that's how business partnerships work. You know, you're coming to the right guy because I've got a business where yeah. self-sizing clothing um, and I was thinking that they could really do with some sound effects. So, uh, I, yeah. I'm your man. Yeah, I, I'm, 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 I'm definitely interested. There we go. There yeah. you go. Look at that. Look, see? Yeah. There you go, Russ. Brilliant. Business partnership already forged there. Amazing. Yep. There you go. Donkey, what are you having? What were you having? I'm having the hoverboard. He's having the hoverboard. I think it would be, I think you'd be surprised how quickly you would get bored of a hoverboard. <laughs> I would probably quite enjoy the hoverboard. I miss my bike because I haven't repaired the puncture, so I would probably enjoy the hoverboard. But Philan would definitely love the holo- hoverboard, so he and I could just zoom off. But I'm sure you miss your bike, but the fact that you haven't repaired your puncture means that you're getting by okay without it. Yeah, because I've got a car. But yes, going you've got up, a car. Yes, the thing is, what I really want to do is there's bits of Carmen Hill mm. I want to walk up, I go up, but I have to walk up most of it to get to the bits that I actually really want to do, and I don't really want to walk up the road. I if I had the hoverboard, I'd just zoom up and go. You right, don't, you don't zoom. Down. You don't zoom. It, it's it's like a skateboard Ooh. that hovers. So you still um, you unless, still have to push it along. He takes you've got power. Pedal then I'll take the power with it. Like, come on, man. Okay, then you won't last a week because that thing will fucking kill you. <laughs> Not me. So you'll have had a nice walk up a hill. Dan, <laughs> which gadget, which thing yeah. of um, Back to the Future 2 do yeah. you think would be the one that I would most likely want to take and would be most in my character? Yeah, no, the you're right. The insanely dangerous yeah. hoverboard. Come on, Dan. Come okay. on. I mean, my, my answer is actually Mr. Fusion because that's the most useful thing in the <laughs> yes. whole fucking thing. Like, the, the, something that, that repurposes recycling so that yeah. you can use it as an actual fuel would be would be particularly useful. I mean, but that's yeah, a boring that answer. Really like, so, so, I mean, so, no, it's like, the, most, it's the best answer. more widely, that could, that could revolutionise the entire world. But as I'm doing my presentation and my fucking sleeves are flapping about, they'll be like, <laughs> I can't take that guy seriously. <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, I would probably take Mr. The, the Mr. Fusion is yeah. a is a good one, but I've I've had wine, so I just want the stupid thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> nice. I'll take the fucking hoverboard. <laughs> I've had wine. I'll take the hoverboard. I'll do it now. Let's go. If I was, if I was sober, one for one of three others. If I was well, sober, one on each leg. 
I would, I would solve, I, I'd solve an environmental crisis <laughs> by about a few glasses, so we'll have a hoverboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, the, um, it's the swordfish thing again. <laughs> it's the swordfish thing again. I'm sure I had a great I'm not, plan before I drank wine. Really funny. <laughs> For those turtles that get their heads caught in those, uh, the the, uh, the uh, can holders, what have they ever done for me? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking take the hoverboard. Fuck, fuck cans. I want fucking cans. Fusion, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hoverboards. 15 of them, just all tied together. He's fucking brilliant. Well, we'll have a party, Rabs. A party at yours. <laughs> Hoverboards. That's it. Uh, the Mr. Oh, Fusion powering your RGB. Yeah. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, who wants a pizza? <laughs> uh, have you got any water? No. I'll just don't, don't bother dehydrating it. Just pop it in. Yeah, just pop it in. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, good times. Oh, good. Um, what, what's the animal I want on it? I can't remember what the um, what the, the animal. What's its name? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I'll have a chicken on there. Thank you very much. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it is like a drawstring, isn't it? Yeah. That technology. It's like he literally pulls a drawstring or like a zip thing out, doesn't he? Like, mm. <laughs> just makes the noise. Yeah, in the background, Emma just frantically trying to hammer down a fucking Pepsi bottle, just trying to get into it. <laughs> Because no one knows how to get into those things. It's a no, sealed it's pretty... unit that it's in, isn't it? Yeah. Hmm? Mm. Yeah. Hmm? There we go. So huh? ho- hoverboards all round, except for me, because I've got little arms and little legs. Oh, poor dad. Oh. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd, I'd take the uh, fax machines. <laughs> fax, fax machine in every room and cupboard of the house, and they all go off at once whenever you get a message. Yeah, so you can't hide anything. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty awful, isn't it? Like... Mm. Dan, just, how would that? I mean, that's not very environmentally friendly, is it? Just fucking facsimile machines you, all over the place. Do you not think it's a bit presumptuous to sign up to a year of Pornhub? I mean, it's just come <laughs> through on every fax in the house. <laughs> just, fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Thought I had it on private. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that's funny. Right, isn't go it? on. Let's wrap this bunny up. I've got two. Got two questions from other people. Is that okay? Oh, other Kim people. I know, right? But they're yeah, good. They're good ones. So Just let's do quick this. fires. Quick fires. Well, we're gonna. We're, yeah. Okay. Cool. Right. So, firstly, mm-hmm. um, uh, was Mumra the ever living only trying to keep his planet free from illegal immigrants? <laughs> <laughs> we kind. We kind. We kind of touched oh, on this. You know, that's brilliant. We kind of touched that's... on this before with Thundercats. Like they, they do a right. Like don't they? Do they, like, crash land there or something? Yeah, they do, yeah, because they, they leave... Do they leave Thunder of Earth 3 or something like that? Whatever. And then you've got the, the grown adult in... With the mind of a 12-year-old, which is... Uh, mind of a child. Mind of a child. You have a child. You do not have a high IQ. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I, I maybe maybe that's it. But he does seem like... He doesn't eat, like, crystals or something. I see. Thundercats wasn't my thing, really. Can't I can't remember. remember. Is Mumra the one that speaks like, "I'll get you next"? No, oh, no, that's Skeletor, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, Mumra I'll was get you next time. Mumra was, man. was actually scary. Yeah. So yes. Mumra because it. Yeah. Mumra could transform as well. Yeah. Like it starts off as a mummy and then becomes this like super muscly undead thing. Uh, uh, one thing Don't I always remember. Ideas. 
One thing I always remember was that the the mummy, when he was like in full mummy, like legs out, arms out, the the bandages were pretty tight. <laughs> like it was like a skin tight kind of like thing going on, and like the it's bandages like were kind of shaking. <laughs> it's like Hulk's trousers. Yeah, they're like I don't know, elastine or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably pretty, pretty pissed off that these things just kind of came. I mean, just the thing like, is, he's got he, new neighbours and he doesn't like him very much. If, if he's if he's the if he's the mummy in the yeah. tomb, yeah, that he was buried here, it's his planet. Yeah, like I mean, you know, and anyone else coming down and fucking shit up and then acting like he's the bad guy. Yeah, potentially yes, probably he's trying to keep his planet safe. I mean, the, the thing is though, he is just. He's quite full on about it, isn't he? I mean, it's it's proper it's like, like I will kill them. It's not like I'm gonna I'm gonna ask them to leave or keep the noise mm. down or you know not do their washing at seven o'clock at night, you know, because it vibrates. But... Work out if they're actually refugees and political asylum. Uh, exactly, political refugees. His and... his his immediate broad brush broad brush presumption is that they're there to, you know, mess up his idyllic paradise of sleeping in a puddle. Which is effectively what he does. He sleeps in a pool, doesn't he? He's like he literally mm. comes out of a pool of magic water, mm. or is that Skeletor? No, that that was Mumra. That was Mumra. That is Mumra. Yeah. Is it water or is it sand? I think it's water. Oh, who knows? Because you know, old mummy bandages and water—they'll be sticking to him like a wet cleaner. Oh god, it fucking <laughs> it fucking stink as well. I mean, he's yeah, he's got to really kick out a pole, especially when Just, he's fighting yeah. as well. Have you ever proper old decomposing crotch? Do you remember like yeah. when you were like young and did you ever wear like socks two days in a row? And then you took yeah. them off and they're just like you didn't have to bend down to spell them. Yeah. Like, can you yeah. imagine what the anus area of those bandages smells like? Duncan's left. It does. He's had well, enough. I mean, you know, you know what it's like when you when you've been wearing a pair of trainers like you know, for six months without doing anything about it, you've literally been wearing them every yeah. single day. Like you, you need to put those fucking things in the washing machine. Yeah. Like, and if and if and if they can't be washed, you just need to throw them away. Like, you know, no amount of baking soda or vodka or any other home remedy is, or Febreze is going to get rid of that smell because it's like dog piss. Yeah. It's like, and, and so okay, Mumra's been there for sixty million years. Like he doesn't even smell of dog piss anymore. He's beyond dog piss. It's just, I mean, it's like any fetid horrible pair of pants that have like been yeah. worn for decades and turkey oh my god like li- literally like they'll, mm. they'll be like charlie from always sunny's underpants yeah you know what i mean like so, they, they look like they stink so we sort of saying that like yes he is just defending his his rightful home planet from invaders but because he stinks so bad we're not on his side yeah like well, he's, I- He's like stereotypical Brexit supporters. You know, the kind of people who are like, no, they should be over here stealing our fucking jobs. It's like, well, to be fair, it wouldn't be bad if you left. <laughs> like, they, they, can, they can stay, you can go. I mean... Yeah, I, I, I would imagine fair. that um, the Thundercats are more useful to the local economy. There doesn't and, seem to be much of a thriving local economy there. The planet seems a bit shit, doesn't it? Let's be honest. Could, could Mumra actually just be the local despot and that is kind of why he's the bad guy yeah maybe maybe there is absolutely nothing that um that that can um that can satisfy him 
like he's got a whole planet to himself he's a fucking mummy he's not going anywhere is he like why not just let you know mr and mrs Lionel next door move in next door and then he goes oh, i just hate cats i just fucking hate cats i bet he tries to spray cats. them with a hose i bet he tries to spray them with a hose didn't work um that's the one the one thing that keeps the thundercats away is just a quick squirt with a with a plant sprayer they really don't like that that does keep them away yeah just um all he needs to do is just kind of let them kind of go about their business probably be fine but he won't will he he's a fucking bell end um so i love that just spraying cats like man that got that really tickled me that (laughs) um just let them be just leave them be yeah i i I think I, I, i there is like Maybe someone just needs to sit down and have a conversation with Mumra. Like, in the same way that I think a lot of Brexit could have been solved if people actually sat down and had a proper conversation rather than shouted at each other. Maybe that's what that's what needs to happen here. Like, have a conversation. I reckon it's all over a misunderstanding. I reckon it's all over a misunderstanding. Yeah. He saw a load of cats have moved in. He thought, well, you know what? I'll, I'll just crumble this building into plenty enough litter for them to have enough litter in their litter trays forever. And the Thundercats were like, what the fuck? Like, this guy, like, this, this mummy's just come along. It's destroyed that house we've just built. And that's it. And that's basically what starts it all. Mm. They attacked him. He attacked them. And both of them now, you know, maybe these are like the 15th generations of cats and he's just continually biting them. You know, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good one, though. I like that. Yeah, that I like that one good. as well. Okay, one more. Mom, just keep planet yep. clean. Um, is Skeletor the jealous ex-lover of He-Man? <gasps> I'll get you next time, He Man! Um, probably. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you can imagine. Uh, he Man, can you not see I've been working out? <laughs> I've been working He's remarkably buff for a skeleton. <laughs> really yeah. I mean, that is another searching question. What the hell is going on with the skull balanced on top of Arnold Schwarzenegger from the 1980s body? Well, it's, it's like he's just had the flesh stripped from his head yeah it doesn't seem to have inconvenienced him in any way but he's got a hood there is a newer i don't know actually how new but there is a newer version of he-man where it does you can find on youtube the explanation for skeletor skeletor's origins and how he lost his face (laughs) what's what's the explanation it's a bit dark in the original Mm -hmm. There is. It's it's uh, some magic as uh, he's trying to kill uh, Adam of Greyskull's father. There you go. I didn't know that. It's like historical family beef there. I kind of think... Mm. But is that... he trying to kill his father because he knows that he doesn't approve of their secret relationship? It Ooh. could just be that... Interesting twist. Mm. Yeah, skeletons are nonce. <laughs> yeah, it could be that. He-Man is, He-Man is a grown-up. <laughs> like, his name there. is He-Man... Like he is a grown up. He's he's fully grown. But what about when Adam he was boy. younger? We don't know. He boy. He child. <laughs> no, it's I mean, how old is he, man? That's the question, isn't it? I just kind of assume like mid twenties. Like he he looks like not he, really noncy then, is it? No, like, he looks Could like he likes just to, eighteen or nineteen. Yeah. He looks like he likes to go out and party a bit, doesn't he, man? Like when you see, it's only, if, if only because of the amount of videos I've seen with him dancing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he does seem to go to this kind, those kind, good, uh, good discos. So 
I, I kind of think we should come back at some point and just do He Man because, like, <laughs> and that's what Skeletor <laughs> <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> <laughs> Are we, I, do, are we not doing phrasing anymore? <laughs> we, I'm, I'm thinking that He-Man is pretty fucking weird, and there's probably some, probably a decent they're amount all, we could get from He-Man. They were all weird, those cartoons. Yeah, Thundercats was pretty weird as well. Mm. Transformers was. I had a couple on Transformers, but we'll, we'll do that at some, some other point. So we're, we're, we're over an hour and a half now. Exactly, probably... yeah. I had, I had another one on the Scooby-Doo cinematic universe as well, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll broach that next time. Maybe we'll, do, maybe, maybe we'll do searching questions sooner rather than later. SDC, okay. yeah. yeah. Do we, do, do we have, have we got anyone still on the uh, stream? Yeah, no, not. No, nothing from the stream. Yeah, people, a couple of people watching it, but yeah. Ah, fair dues. Mm. Thank you for sticking with us. Yeah. You you have strong uh, composure. Well done. Um, okay, so that's it. That, that's our searching questions for for this uh, this edition of mm. searching questions by the too much time on our hands team. Um, if you have any searching questions that you'd like us to deal with, thank you very much for the two that were sent in. And if there are any others you'd like us to do, like almost a quick fire with or something at the end of like one of the next episodes, or something you'd like us to save up for a bigger, more sort of uh, substantial format like we did this week. Um, just hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMTOH. And, well, that's it, really. Thanks for watching. If you're watching us on the stream, wave, everyone. Wave at the YouTubers. Wave. Waving. Just checking that they're waving. Yep, they're waving. Great. Excellent. And if you were listening to us on Spotify, iTunes, or whatever, or SoundCloud, thank you very much for listening. Maybe watch the stream next time, but it's completely up to you. If you like to listen, you can listen. slightly more passive-aggressive every time you say that. I know, slightly maybe, more. It's, maybe watch the stream next time. Maybe watch the stream next time. I mean, we are trying to get this going in YouTube land, but, you know, whatever the support, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, whatever, if you want to support us or thank us for doing all this. Anyway, um, that's it. I'm going to say <laughs> goodbye from me, Tom. I'm going to say goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Duncan. Goodbye, Russ. Latest taters. Goodbye, Daniel. I mean, I'd probably fuck He-Man too. <laughs> yeah, he will. Get you next time. <laughs> and on that note... Let's cue the music.